It appears we're live. Good morning, everybody. Can you hear me? I'm Bear from the internet. Five by five, yo. Thank you, Lone Star Living. Let's get a good stretch in. There we go. You guys know the drill. It's the 8th of November, 2023. I'm Bear from the internet. We're going to do the brief this morning. I don't know what's wrong with 40% of y'all, but you watch the show and you're not subscribed. So either subscribe or find something else to do with your mornings. Yeah, I said it. Shout out to all the feds in the chat who watch the show but aren't subscribed either. And actually, let's have a modicum of grace for one another this morning. I know for a fact that there are many of y'all who watch the show but uh, are not subscribed because of the positions that you find yourself in inside of the government apparatus. And, you know, later in the brief, we're going to talk about some of these people inside of the government apparatus as well, who are not good people. But watching the show every morning, I'm going I'm to go out on a limb and say, at a minimum, you're not a bad people. So I understand if because of your job, you can't subscribe, I get it. Plus, let's be honest, subscribers, vanity number anyway, whatever. Shows brought to you by the creator of the universe, Yahuwah, your Elohim, the Lord, your God. You might have heard of him. You should probably get to know him because shit is weird. Um, it's brought to you by the patrons. Uh, link in the description who are awesome. Good morning, Patreon family. And of course, brought to you by RefugeMedical.com which I am the chief shill of because I'm the founder and CEO and I've busted my ass along with an awesome team of people over the last four years to take that company from my barn to four continents. So all that being said, we're going to talk about the Israel and Gaza war this morning. We're going to talk about some changes to the German immigration rules. We're going to talk about some changes to some other rules or actually the lack of rules at all at this point regarding NATO and Russia's, uh, arms proliferation. Uh, we'll touch on uh, Ukraine recruiting rates, and then uh, we'll do the value exchange. Okay? Okay, Bear. Cool. Sounds good. Bear Independent Brief, 8 November 23. That's today. Israel is facing mounting criticism over its handling of the crisis in Gaza as the humanitarian crisis deepens into horror. The death toll, according to the Palestinian Authority super trustworthy, has passed 10,000 and now nine countries have withdrawn their ambassadors from Israel. Sifting, separating. Cool. Cool. Now we know who was here because it was convenient and who was here because they actually want to be here. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has said that Israel will have, quote, overall security responsibility and in Gaza indefinitely after this war which is a glaring indicator that Israel intends to control the Palestinian enclave specifically to prevent Hamas terrorism from metastasizing. President Biden has said that Israel would be making, quote, a big mistake, end quote, if it occupied Gaza, like in, like in the times between 1967 to 2005. A big mistake, huh? So what's that? 33, 38 years. So for 38 years, they occupied Gaza, uh, far fewer attacks by Hamas radicals. But now if they occupy it again, that's a big mistake because we all know that Ice Cream Grandpa is super trustworthy, right? He always has the best interests of everybody he's working with at heart. Oh, praise y'all for coffee. Israeli officials have made it clear that the current goal is to totally eradicate Hamas and that they are against a ceasefire. Meanwhile, protests in support of both sides of the conflict continue to erupt around the world. Last Saturday, thousands of pro-Palestinian protesters gathered in Washington, D.C.'s Freedom Plaza. Reportedly, attendees were from 500 different groups across the nation because one just happens to have an instantaneous grassroots upswelling of 500 different organizations across the nation to rally in D.C. for the most popular political cause on the Democratic side right now, the support of Palestinians and Hamas, without any outside influence at all. They're definitely 
was no Democratic National Convention money involved. There definitely was no Soros money involved. It's completely grassroots upswell. Uh, it's just completely random, guys and girls. Completely random. Hmm. Oh, wait. No, actually, I'm sorry. It's it's not completely random. It's deeply organized, and it's part of uh, gray zone warfare. And, uh, yeah, congratulations. Yet again, another example of the democracy being weaponized against us. We don't have a democracy in this country. At least we're not supposed to. We're supposed to have a representative of a republic. And our country has become, in many ways, he who has the biggest bank account wins. And we all know for decades that they of the biggest bank accounts have been um, fomenting low-scale revolution across the country. Something that I would encourage you all to do, if you listen to podcasts at all. Yeah, we're in our first rabbit hole, and forgive me for not caring that much. Um... I'm a little fired up for other reasons, but something I would encourage you to do if you listen to podcasts at all, Real AF with Andy Frazella, episode 592, The Hidden Agenda Destroying Your Life, featuring Curtis Bowers, talking about uh, they in power and the federal government and the communist party here in america and what they've been doing over the last hundred years or so tying into esg and climate change and public schooling and your health and what's in the water and what's in the air quote food etc very good show so as andy likes to say don't be a hoe share the show this is me sharing the show episode 592 of Real AF with Andy Frazella. So, 500 different groups from across the country just miraculously all rallied at the same time in the same place for the same cause on short notice. Cool. Noted. And remember that your federal government, our federal government, wants to disarm you because you're the threat. Even though, I mean, and you could go super deep into this. One world government, right? It's biblical. It's prophesied. The, all of the, there was a report that came out from a general a few years ago. I forget the dude's name. If the entire United States military, all of its personnel, and every law enforcement officer in the country, and every badged agent of every federal alphabet soup agency were to combine all of their powers. They have enough manpower to hold approximately six U.S. cities. The number one reason America has never been uh, invaded past 1812 is because of you and me, boys and girls. It's because there are far more firearms than there are people in the United States of America. And you should be training to use said weapons for the preservation of life. What you shouldn't be doing, and this is a very interesting talking point that my brother Bob uh, brought up recently. What you shouldn't be doing is buying your own nods and your own helmet and your own armor and your own rifle and your own magazines and your own IFACs and doing your own training so that you can be conscripted by the federal leviathan to go fight their wars somewhere else and offsetting all the cost of the u.s government in order to you to be able to do that you should be training to protect yourself and the people that you love and because there's so many of us nobody has decided to invite us which is why they want to disarm you because at some point on some level bye baby i love you have a good day at some point You're the enemy. And the only reason they haven't done all the things that they want to do to you yet is because we still exist. And there are way, way more of us than there are of them. And this is not a call for violence. This is a call for readiness. Because 
I don't trust these scumbag pedophilic pieces of shit. Not even a little bit. And I'm borderline figuring out how to do every tax maneuver I can to pay as close to zero as possible. Render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. Okay. Yeah, but half of my income, I'm good. Because I'm so tired of funding this bullshit. I, I have... Um, deep ideological issues with what is done on my behalf at a federal level. Yeah. Shall we continue? Yes, let's continue. Reportedly attendees to the pro-Palestinian protests in Washington, D.C., reportedly attendees were from 500 different groups across the nation. One group, Act Now to Stop War and End Racism, or ANSWER, A-N- S-W-E-R, because everything has to have an acronym, right? Wrote, quote, Israel, with the full backing of the U.S. government, is carrying out an unprecedented massacre in Gaza. Thousands of Palestinians are being killed with bombs, bullets, and missiles paid for by U.S. tax dollars, end quote. Now, that's an atrocity, but we kill 3,000 babies a day in this country. That's not an atrocity. Also paid for with your taxpayer dollars, by the way. That's not an atrocity. The war toll thus far in a month of direct conflict in Gaza, based upon the inflated numbers from the Palestinian Authority, which is a propaganda wing of a known and declared terrorist group, the war toll is approximately three days of abortions here in the United States of America. And 40 to 60,000 people are going to get together and rally in D.C. about the atrocities happening over there, the killing of women and children. But we got no problem killing babies in the womb. Uh-huh. Forgive me if I see right through your righteous indignation. Jess and family, we deserve the wrath. Well, if you read the Torah portion last week... Sodom and Gomorrah, would you destroy this city if there were 10 righteous men in it? No, I would not destroy this city if there were 10 righteous men in it. Be careful with the we. Because my allegiance is first and foremost to the creator. Let me repeat that. My allegiance is first and foremost to the creator. This nation deserves the wrath and the people who are perpetrating these atrocities on our soil deserve the wrath. But my God is God and it's well within his capability to separate the sheep from the goats, the wheat from the chaff. Do I deserve my own personal wrath for things I've done in my life? Yup. But I have had teshuva repentance. I have turned from my own wicked ways to the best of my broken ability. And forgive me if my former self that is great at being enraged is peeking through the surface this morning. Because frankly, I've had it up to my eyeballs with pedophilic bullshit on the Caleb House side. But we, be careful with we. If you want to identify with those people and come in league with them, that's your choice. I do not. And frankly, we need more men and women with balls, a constitutional or intestinal fortitude to stand up and call bullshit on the bullshit. To be in the world, but not of the world. To be sanctified, set apart, holy. Separate from this beast abominable system that we find ourselves in. It's well within our ability, every one of us, to call bullshit and take action to mitigate the bullshit. And I wish that everybody within the sound of my voice would. Now, good morning, my love. There is coffee in the pot. 
Good morning, Biffer87. Thank you for the coffee money. Your videos are being silenced again. I know. They're being silenced every day, homie. The uh, I have a little thing that pops up every time I pull YouTube that invites me to attend a YouTube training to uh, allow me for consideration to remove some of my channel strikes. I have not participated in said training, nor do I intend to. On Sunday, during a protest involving both Palestinian and pro-Israel activists, an altercation occurred in which a 69-year-old Jewish man was knocked backwards and hit his head on the ground. He died Monday, and the medical examiner labeled it a homicide, though no arrests have been made at this time. Los Angeles Mayor Karen Bass issued a statement in response to the incident saying, quote, as details emerge and are confirmed, we stand resolute in the condemnation of violence and anti-Semitism. This death is a blow to our, re our region at a time when tensions continue to rise worldwide. We must redouble our efforts to ensure violence and hate are met with accountability and consequences. Los Angeles refuses to harbor this hatred. Well, just so we're all on the same page, violence and hate will be met from this side of the camera screen with about 3,200 foot per second frangibles. And to that point, I know there are many here of the uh, whole Bible belief persuasion. And we wear these things. I can get one off of my belt loop called Zitziot tassels. Because of Numbers chapter 15. And if you don't, I'm not trying to talk you into it. In fact, it's a conviction, not apologetics. We wear these. And there's plenty of morons out there that don't know what these are. And if they have any recollection at all of what this might be, they're probably going to think, oh, that guy's a Jew. Yeah, you'd be as wrong as everybody else is, and that's fine. I'm not a Jew. I'm so Christian. The Christians don't like me anymore, and I'm okay with that because when every knee bends and every tongue confesses, it will not be to your pastor, your priest, your rabbi, your bishop, your best friend, your grandpa, or your buddies from men's group. It will be to the son of the creator of the world. But these assholes out there that might see those tassels and think, oh, that guy's a Jew. Forgive me, but try me, homie. And to that point, if you're out there in the world, you might want to be ready for somebody misidentifying you based upon your Hebrew IFF. And to that point, to all my Jews out there, elder brother Judah, stop supporting the Democratic Party immediately. That shit's moronic. Stop supporting gun control immediately. That shit's moronic. Learn to train to protect yourselves. At a minimum. You should know how to use a weapon, and you should know basic TCCC, Tactical Combat Casualty Care. Good morning, Jason. Bless you. At a minimum, you should have a defensive weapon on you 24-7, 365. The Jews have a teaching in their orthodoxy that there's an Amalek in every generation, every 80 years trying to wipe the Jews from the face of the earth. How many generations need to be damn near slaughtered out of existence before you realize, huh, I guess we should protect ourselves. Maybe I should beat my plowshare into a sword. And when you have a sword, the implied task is know how to use sword. And right now, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 all of this shit that we're seeing in the world right now, understand that this is what the world looks like in its fallen state while the enemy, Hasatan, is being restrained. 
This is the fruit of the enemy restrained. Yah forbid we ever find ourselves in tribulation because that hand of restraint comes off the enemy. He is allowed to run free to do all the shit he really wants to do. That if he could get away with it now, he would do it. And so if you think stuff is scary now, concerning now, this is what the world looks like while Satan is restrained. Wait until the father takes his hand off and says, go. Talk about a sifting and a separating. Matthew 24 prophesying of end times and because the and because of the increase in lawlessness, the love of many shall grow cold. An Israeli junior minister said during a radio, inter radio interview that nuclear action was one way to deal with Gaza, indicating both that the country does in fact have nuclear weapons. Yeah, the worstly, the the worst guarded secret history. <laughs> yes, they do in fact have nuclear weapons, and also that Israel is willing to implement them in this conflict. Not surprised by that. Several countries have expressed concerns about this, and the U.S. has called the comments wholly unacceptable and hateful rhetoric. Shut up. The Federation of American Scientists does estimate that there may be roughly 90 nuclear warheads in Israel's possession. Russian officials have even remarked that the official comment raises a huge number of questions, as if the Russians have any ideological leg to stand on. Speaking of, what about the Russia-Ukraine war? While all eyes have been on Gaza, Russia has unleashed a massive attack on Ukraine, hitting 87 targets last night. Moscow has formally left the International Security Pact that restricts the use of conventional weapons, the Treaty on Conventional Armed Forces in Europe. Less than a week earlier, Putin also revoked his country's ratification of the Comprehensive Nuclear Test Ban Treaty, which outlaws nuclear weapons testing, and subsequently tested an intercontinental ballistic missile, nuclear-capable ballistic missile. Coincidence, I'm sure. The sun, the sun. Everybody, clap hand for daylight savings time. Only a white man would cut one end off of a blanket and sew it on the other end of a blanket and think that he had a longer blanket. One of my favorite American Indian quotes. I need to pee, and so I'm going to do that because I get to. Um, notice that the Biden rhetoric is flipping from pro-Israel to uh, more pro-Palestinian. That's because we have an election cycle coming up. That the Democrats think that Biden-Harris even remotely has a chance at winning is laughable to me. Depending on which poll you read, upwards of 70% of Biden's own party is unsupportive of him running. Yet they're still trying to save face. And they find themselves in this really interesting position of, uh, well, the American Jewish population is deeply Democratic, but the Democratic Party has been infiltrated by these uh, radical Muslims, and what do we, who do we try and appease? Well, you built this big tent full of bullshit. Best of luck, DNC. I'm going to go piss because I can. I'll see you all in about 30 to 60 seconds. In the meanwhile, uh, go to refugemedical.com and buy a bear fact or a bare minimum before I sell them out by the end of the brief by holding this up. Uh, yeah, back in stock. Okay, bear. I'll be right back. Okay, bear.
<sighs> Brian, what did Brian say over here in the chat? He said something from like, I can't, sorry, Brian, too many chats, but he said something like, based upon the available uh, inventory online, it looks like you guys are stacking it. Get it while you can. Hey, man, I've been saying for months, um, and I guess some people take it seriously and some people don't. That's fine. That's your prerogative. But the the world freaked out in a handful of days about the 556 shortage. I've been telling you all for months that uh, medical equipment is getting bought up faster than it can be produced. That's an economic indicator. It's a microeconomic indicator for me because I own Refuge Medical, but it's a macroeconomic indicator for y'all. And it's also an indicator of war, which you might not know this, but we got two of them going on right now, Russia, Ukraine, and Israel, Hamas, um, both of which have the capacity to expand that fast. And then uh, we've got China, Taiwan. Well, I can tell you based upon what the Marine Corps, I can't tell you exactly what they're buying, but uh, I can tell you that the four basic food groups of uh, trauma medicine are tourniquets, gauze, pressure bandages, and chest seals, and that based upon the number of Marines that there are, the United States Marine Corps is buying enough stuff each of those items and everything else that goes with it to equip 400% of the Marine Corps. Uh, so for those who are concerned about conscription, um, you know, and those things get used. One casualty can take multiple tourniquets, multiple packs of gauze, multiple chest seals for sure. Um, but one dude isn't carrying four IFACs. I'll tell you that. And that's the Marine Corps, not the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Space Force, the Coast Guard. That's just the Marine Corps buying 400% of what, by all rights, they, they would need to completely outfit the Marine Corps with brand new IFACs. Yeah, it's a large number. It's a seven-digit number. So... Speaking of conscription, there's a report that came out uh, indicating yet again that the Ukrainian war isn't going great for the Ukrainians, that the average age of a member in the Ukrainian military has jumped from approximately 30 years average age to 43 years average age. Um, there, it appears that they are running out of people. And so they are conscripting more and more aged men into the front lines in Ukraine. That's an indicator. Let's see if I can still drink this coffee with my hat on. Interferences. Pressure test your coffee systems, people. This was an interesting article this morning from RT.com, Russian Propaganda. Schultz, Chancellor of Germany, unveils major immigration reform. Germany is to tighten its immigration laws and may begin processing asylum applicants in third countries outside of the European Union. Chancellor Olaf Schultz has announced Italian Prime Minister Giorgia Maloney, Giorgia, Giorgia Maloney, revealed earlier this week that Rome is going to build such a holding facility in Albania. Emerging from a marathon nine-hour-long talk with regional leaders into the early hours of Tuesday, Chancellor Schultz hailed the agreed-on measures as, quote, a historic moment, end quote. He named the restriction of, quote, irregular migration as his cabinet's objective. He also pledged that federal, the federal government would support regional authorities with respect to receiving immigrants. Germany, by the way, just doubled down on um, welfare benefits to its people. And even though it has 
pledged previously to increase its um, defense budget and its defense output. It's not done any of those things. It's instead taken the money that it would have spent on guns and tanks and bombs and planes um, and has decided to increase by 50 to 100% the fiscal amount of welfare that each person qualifying in Germany for welfare will receive to the point that they're having issues getting people to show up for work. Hey, man, if you paid me a thousand bucks a week to stay home, I don't know if I'd want to go to work either. Being perfectly frank, although if you are a person of faith, First Timothy 5 verse 8 says, He who does not work has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. And uh, socialism, socialism is the first taste of the heroin that you get for free that is communism. Yeah. Uh, back to Schultz. He also pledged that the federal government would support regional authorities with respect to receiving immigrants. Those who have been denied the right to stay in Germany, especially offenders and criminals, will be deported back to their home countries more swiftly, Schultz said, with Berlin actively negotiating with several nations of origin. Actively negotiating. I guess, again, the world needs more men with balls. Hey, we got your scumbags. We're sending them back. No, you can't do that. Watch me, bitch. I'm sending them back. I can't believe you're an ordained pastor, a man of God, and you said four-letter words. Mm -hmm. You should go see what Yeshua said about John the Baptist. What did you think you were going to find? A man with sweet words, a soft tongue, with fine clothes? No, but a man of Elohim. Hmm, interesting. And to that point, the pussification of the Christian church and the Christian male is one of the greatest abominations that's ever been perpetrated on society. And it gets all the way back to the Garden of Eden with Hasatan, the enemy, basically saying, yeah, but did God really say? If you read the Bible, and if you know what the Bible says, you realize all the way in the front of the book in Genesis chapter 2, God created man for two reasons, to rule and subdue. And how are you supposed to rule and subdue when the estrogen of the modern 20-year-old is equivalent to a 65-year-old, I'm sorry, the testosterone levels of the modern 20-year-old are equivalent to a 65-year-old from two decades ago. And nobody gets sunlight anymore. Nobody has calluses on their hands. And nobody knows how to beat their plowshares into swords and to use them. And nobody has the balls or the spine to stand up and say, that's wrong. And I will not participate in that because everybody's afraid. Afraid of what? If you're in Christ, if you're in Messiah, what are they going to do? Kill you? Oh, no. Where do you think you're actually going? Who do you think it is that put the breath in your lungs this morning? Do you even realize what breath is? The word for air and breath and spirit are all the same in Hebrew. It's ruach. Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit. You take for granted every lung full of air that you get as if you're entitled to it, to be a sopping wet pussy rather than standing up for what is right. Forgive me. I'm just a little uh, passionate. This morning, I am um, I need the Father to give me strength because I resent that me and my teams have to do the shit that we have to do because other men lack the spine to do it themselves. And it is my greatest hope beyond you knowing Messiah and serving Yah, that every one of you would find your spine and use it in service to the kingdom. And I am so tired of people thanking me for what I do. Don't thank me. 
help me. Don't thank me, help me. The light shines into the darkness, and the darkness comprehendeth it not. Let your light shine is not a cute little thing that we should be telling people at Vacation Bible School. It is a command. Therefore, so let your light shine before men. Go out there amongst men and be the light. Anyway, who gives a shit about German immigration? They're changing some of their policies. They're kicking people out that should have been kicked out. And hopefully, since we have, it's in vogue here in the United States to follow the policies of the European bureaucrats, maybe we'll adopt some of that as well. How do we be the light in the darkness in today's world? You are in the world, not of the world. Serve Yah. Do what he tells you to do. Not what the world tells you to do. And have enough wisdom and discernment from the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh, that you can tell the difference. And if anybody or anything asks you to do something contrary to what the Father has told you to do, that is sin. Don't do it. Don't participate in it. And be strong enough to wave your middle finger at whatever it is that's tempting you to say, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to abdicate my own throne of responsibility. I'm not going to veer off the narrow path. I love Messiah and I love the Father more than anything else. I'm going to do what they told me to do. Not what anybody else told me to do. And oh no, There's evil over there. Caleb was 85 years old when he killed three giants so that he could build a homestead. Ah, ah. Sihon, Og of Bashan, giants. Cool. Giants bleed. We can kill them. David was 15 when he plowed Goliath's forehead with a rock before picking up his own sword and lopping his head off. King David killed tens of thousands of heathens, had his own special forces, David's mighty men. Shamgar was an old-ass man with a pointed stick, took out 700 Philistines. Shamgar. Look that one up. Samson got a little pissed off and picked up the jawbone of a donkey and beat a thousand to death with it. The gifts of the spirit are love and kindness and sometimes beating Philistines to death. Because that's what it takes sometimes to maintain an environment where love and kindness and forgiveness can exist. You don't fight a deadly threat with love and kindness. You beat your plowshares into swords and you get to work. And then, then after you've removed the threat from the promised land, then you get down to the business of settling. Maybe we'll put the sheep over here. A barn over there would look good. What kind of chickens do you want? Barred rocks? I like those too. We'll get them. But the pussification of the American Christian male, unacceptable. Unacceptable. Yeshua himself flipped tables at the temple. What would Jesus do? Beat people. Unless you think, oh, well, it was a righteous rage. It was. It was. But he came to the Temple Mount, observed, then left, then braided a whip of cords, premeditated, then went back 
and flipped tables and beat people. With a whip, whipped the money changers, threw them out. My father's house will not will not be a den of iniquity. What is iniquity? It's a King James word for lawlessness. What is sin? Sin is lawlessness. First John 3, verse 4. Getting back to what did God, what did dad, what did Yahuwah, your Elohim, Yahovah, pick your pronunciation, I don't care. What did he say to do? Not what did the world say to do. And if more men would walk in the will of the Father, we'd have far fewer problems. And you will be called dangerous because you are. And you will be called weird because you are, according to the world. And the heathen won't smile upon you. And I don't care. Because these heathens are killing children. I don't want their approval. I'm 0% interested in playing nice with people who will murder children. Excuse me if that is a radical statement. If that's what normalcy looks like in your system, I want no part of it. 0% interested in acquiescing to your way of thinking. Because that is blatantly wrong. And it shouldn't be difficult for men of faith, men of Elohim, to see that and go, wrong. I will not stand for that. And you will never sleep peacefully again because you will know that men like me are literally hunting you. And I'm not that special, y'all. Every one of you within the sound of my voice should have that kind of fire in your belly. King David, do I not hate what you hate with a righteous hatred? Do you hate what the father hates? Or have you been indoctrinated with the bullshit message of love? Love's important. Mercy's important. But even John, Yochanan, the apostle says, there is a sin unto death. And he wrote that after the death, burial, and resurrection of Messiah. There is a sin unto death. Messiah himself said, you hurt one of these little ones, I will tie a millstone around your neck and push you into the ocean. What would Jesus do? Throw criminals into the ocean. Well, that doesn't sound very loving. I'm sorry you've been lied to. That's what the Bible says. That's a brief for today. Do I have other things to talk about? Yes. Do I want to? No. If you're one of those people that jumps off, toodles. Links in the description for all this stuff. Patreon.com. Polyface content is ongoing. Food production. How to feed your team, your crew, your tribe, your mag, your prepper group, whatever freaking nomenclature. Uh, it's 10 bucks a month. If you can't see the value in what we do over at Patreon, after a month of being there, you're welcome to quit. Uh, but I routinely get on each video, this one video was worth my 10 bucks.
and there's 12 to 20 exclusive pieces of content per month over there. When I say content, I don't mean like I took a picture. I mean like long form video over there. The bulk of what we do is over there on Patreon. Refugemedical.com. Um, hey guys, there's two wars going on right now. The promo is we have stuff in stock, unlike basically everybody else. And we only sell the inventory that we have under roof, unlike basically everybody else. And if I don't have it, I'm not going to take your money for it, unlike basically everybody else. Because there are rules in dad's house. We call it the Torah. This, the bare fact or bare minimum, is back in stock. If you've been waiting, back in stock. Bare facts and multicam and in gray are back in stock. If you're waiting for the, your color of choice to come in stock, um, I wouldn't recommend that right now. I'd get a gray bear fact or a multi-cam bear fact or a ranger green bear minimum or whatever. All of our stuff is HSA and FSA eligible. It's uh, guaranteed forever, made here in the United States of America. And we may be up to 93 lives saved. I need to read the after action report of uh, an incident that came in yesterday. I just haven't been able to prioritize the time to do that yet. Um, partly because I had an awesome day on heavy equipment yesterday. Praise the Father. And thanks to every one of you that supports Caleb House. Did a ton of dirt work yesterday and for everybody who prayed with us over an excavator the father's word will not return to him void whatever you ask in my name for the esteem of yahuwah it shall be given unto you while our cat 308 track arrives today praise yah so thank you for joining with us in prayer over that good morning kd Refuge Ruckus, refugeruckus.com. Why am I so fired up this morning? Because we have, we, Caleb House, still have a couple dozen kids in our care. When I say kids, I mean juvenile human trafficking survivors. And we have multiple ongoing operations right now against just the worst effing people you could think of. Some of whom masquerade as men of God. And then it begs the question, why does a Caleb house need to exist? Because not only is the government incapable of solving this problem, the restoration of these children, the government is complicit in the breaking of these children in many cases. This book here, I do not recommend you get. It's called Epidemic, America's Trade and Child Rape by Lori Handrahan. And I don't recommend you get it because I don't think many of y'all are ready to absorb the information in this book. But I'll, I'll read you a blurb, a couple of blurbs. Specifically, what this book looks at is the involvement of government agents in the child sex trafficking rings across the globe. Acting Director of Cybersecurity at the Department of Health and Human Services, Timothy DeFoggy was sentenced in 2015 to 25 years in federal prison for participating in a child pornography ring so depraved it even shocked veteran investigators. DeFoggy expressed an interest in the violent rape and murder of children 
and planned with other pedophiles to rape and murder children. Using the screen name Pedo, Raymond Kane traded in child pornography, including infants and toddlers. Kane told investigators he was turned on by the images of infant rape. He requested images of babies being raped, saying the bloodier, the better. Robert Geist, police chief of Brecknock Township, Pennsylvania, was arrested in 2013. He was trading files, including six-year-old baby bedtime rape. Geist pled guilty on three counts and received five years probation and 100 hours of community service. Geist was the number one possessor and distributor of child porn in Pennsylvania. Kimberly Epperson, a signals intelligence analyst with the 401st Military Intelligence Company, was sentenced in 2013 to 28 years for raping her three-year-old son. She sent videos and live streams to Wade Allen Perkins, a geospatial intelligence imagery analyst with the 306th Military Intelligence Battalion. He requested Epperson include her infant son in their sex life. Epperson was pregnant at the time. Perkins was sentenced to 30 years in jail. That's excerpts from this much of this book. Why does Caleb Haas need to exist? Because I'm not going to rescue these kids and hand them back over to those people. I'm not doing it. That's why we're privately funded. That's why I won't take time from them. That's why we have teams out damn near every night. That's why I am humbled by the support that y'all show us. And that's why I'm pissed off this morning. And I'm really trying to not be because it is not possible for your brain to be emotional and logical at the same time. But we need your help. You know where to find us. Let's pray. Good morning, Father Yah. Father, be it your will. We need restoration for these kids. Father, we need justice for these children. And I know vengeance is yours. Father, be it your will, I pray that you'd pour that vengeance out on anybody that would do this to children. Father, I pray that you would turn the anger into compassion. And Father, I pray that everybody within the sound of my voice that you would convict them to do whatever it is that you would have them do and that your will would be done and that you would raise up an army of staunch, stout, strong believers, Father. Father, help us do your will. 
Give us the strength to bear these burdens. Father, give us peace that surpasses all understanding. Father, thank you for your miraculous provision and protection and blessing with Caleb House and with all of our endeavors. Thank you for actually being sovereign over all things and not being some make-believe bullshit God like the rest of them. Thank you for loving us and redeeming us that we might come home again to serve you. Father, thank you for giving Levites swords. Anything that's in the sound of my voice that is not of you, Father Yah, I rebuke it in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach and I command it to flee. Father, any strongholds, any principalities, any nations that might have a grip on us, we break those bonds and those own unholy covenants in the name of Yeshua. Dedicate everything that I've got to you. Father, use me for your will, whatever that might be. Make me strong enough to bear it. Father, protect your children. Please pour out your spirit on all flesh for wisdom and discernment, Father for guidance and conviction. Put us where you need us to be today. Let us shine your light. Let our lives be a witness and testimony for you. And how awesome you are. Father, fill us up. Father, I lift all these people up to you, and I lay them at your feet. I ask that you would steward them and bless them today. I ask these things in Yeshua's name. Amen. Thank y'all for tolerating me on my bad days. And maybe with the grace of Yeshua, it won't be a bad day after all. Keep us in your prayers. The men and women on the victim services teams that deal with the aftermath of this every day. The men on the operations teams, the men that are building Caleb House, the men and women of the board and the administration. Help us. Don't thank me, help me. I appreciate every one of y'all very deeply. I love y'all and I hope you have an awesome day. Shalom.